Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's quickfire bullshit. Mr. Reagan. So in the last couple of days, a video from This Now has gone viral. Thank you very much. The video is of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez playing this quickfire game in Congress where she goes to these so-called experts and she asks them all questions pertaining to what she believes is campaign finance corruption. The video went viral. I read one article that stated the reason for the popularity of the video is that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez explained the complicated problems of campaign finance in such a simplified way that even we commoners can understand it. The problem is that Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez does not understand it. You'll notice that throughout her little speech, she consistently refers to her notes. This was clearly something that was created for her. This was a bit of theater constructed by somebody who is advising her. People far smarter than her came up with this little ruse, uh, and it worked beautifully. Obviously, it got the intended effect. It's a viral video now, which fits perfectly into her brand. All right, let's watch the video. So, um, let's play a game. Let's play a lightning round game. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm gonna be the bad guy which I'm sure half the room would agree with anyway. No, we think she's the village idiot. And, um, and I want to get away with as much bad things as possible. Or as many bad things as possible. Whatever. <laughs> English. As much bad things as possible. Ideally to enrich myself and advance my interest, even if that means putting, uh, putting my interests ahead of the American people. Trump. She's talking about Trump. She's creating a hypothetical scenario that everybody will recognize as Trump so that she can say, Trump is a bad guy. Look how bad he is. All right. I have enlisted all of you as my co-conspirators. So you're going to help me legally get away with all of this. So, Mrs. Hobart Flynn, I want to run. If I want to run a campaign that is entirely funded by corporate political action committees, is, that, is there anything that legally prevents me from doing that? No. And there's nothing wrong with that. So typically in politics, you can't really run for office unless you're really, really rich. But if you can access funding, whether it be a billion donations from individuals or it's a single CPAC, it doesn't really matter. The fact is that our system allows relatively poor people to run for office if they can get the funding. There are some limitations on, say, one really, really big company funding the candidate. And that's basically because the government is afraid that somebody will be manipulated by the people who are funding them. There, there will be the opportunity to pull the funding and then that person is screwed. So basically the idea is that the person would want to do the bidding of the company who funded them. But I'm not even sure I buy that because in Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's example, the person that's running for office is really, really, really bad. A really, really bad guy. And if they're really, really, really bad, then it doesn't really matter who's pulling the strings. They're gonna do bad stuff. They're going to put their interests before the country no matter what. People like, say, the Clintons. The great thing about Donald Trump is that he's so rich, he doesn't need to take money from people. It's much more difficult for special interest groups, companies, lobbyists to tempt him. So he's an independent thinker. And you know what? Maybe he's not a really, really bad guy, Alexandria. 
Okay, so there's nothing stopping me from being entirely funded by corporate PACs, say, from the fossil fuel industry, the healthcare industry, big pharma. I'm entirely 100% lobbyist PAC uh, funded. Okay, so let's say I'm a really, really bad guy. And let's say I have some skeletons in my closet that I need to cover up so that I can get elected. Um, Mr. Smith, is it true that you wrote this article, this opinion piece for the Washington Post entitled, These Payments to Women Were Unseemly, That Doesn't Mean They Were Illegal? Well, I can't see the piece, but I wrote a piece under that headline in the Post, so I assume that's right. Okay, great. So, green light for hush money. I can do all sorts of terrible things. It's totally legal right now for me to pay people off. And that is considered speech. That money is considered speech. False. Actually, that money's not considered anything. I mean, what is it called when you pay somebody for a service or you pay somebody for a product? It's not considered speech. It's just considered an exchange, paying somebody for something. So basically what Trump was trying to do was preserve his image, protect his brand. So Trump pays these women for their silence with his own private money. He can do that. He can do whatever he wants with his money. Now, if he had used campaign funds to pay them off, they could have got him on a campaign finance violation. But he didn't do that. He used his own money. So I use my special interest dark money funded campaign to pay off folks that I need to pay off and get elected. He used his own money again. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez has created this hypothetical situation so that she doesn't actually have to present the facts. I think that there's a lot of people more concerned about being factually correct than about being morally right. So that she doesn't actually have to present the facts of what Trump did so that she can make this hypothetical elected official look terrible, even though obviously she's talking about Donald Trump. This is beyond diabolical. I I wouldn't even care about this because it's so stupid, except it's gone viral. The reason I saw this is because it was on one of my friend's Facebook pages. So now I'm elected and I'm in, I've got the power to draft, lobby, and shape the laws that govern the United States of America. So do you, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and you are far more terrifying than Donald Trump. Fabulous. Now, Is there any hard limit that I have, perhaps uh, Mrs. Hobart Flynn, is there any hard limit that I have in terms of what legislation I'm allowed to touch? Are there any limits on the laws that I can write or influence, especially if I'm uh, based on the uh, special interest funds that I accepted to finance my campaign and get me elected in the first place? There's no limit. So there's none. So I can be totally funded by oil and gas. I can be totally funded by big pharma. Come in, write big pharma laws, and there's no limits to that whatsoever. That's right. So she's got this panel of experts that she's stacked with Trump haters, essentially. She's asking them very specific questions in ways that seem extreme so that when they answer with an affirmative no or yes or whatever the answer is, it seems outrageous. This is perfectly tailored to be a viral video. Okay, so, awesome. Now, uh, now, Mr. Marabani, the last thing I want to do is get rich with as little work possible. That's really what I'm trying to do as the bad guy, right? So is there anything preventing me from holding stocks, say, in an oil or gas company and then writing laws to deregulate that that industry and cause, you know, that could potentially cause the stock value to soar and accrue a lot of money in that time? 
Yes. Yes. Okay, great. True. 14-term California Congresswoman Nancy Pelosi got special access to purchase visa stock on March 18, 2008, the day before it was made available to the public. Visa took Wall Street by storm today with the largest initial public offering in history. It was one of three trades on visa she made that year, totaling between $1 and $5 million. Visa stock price jumped 50% in just two days. The timing of that IPO access coincided with House legislation that Visa strongly opposed. Pelosi, the speaker at the time, never allowed the legislation to the floor for a vote. Is it possible that any elements of this story apply to our current government and our current public servants right now? Yes. Yes. So we have a system that is fundamentally broken. We have these influences existing in this body, which means that these influences are here in this committee shaping the questions that are being asked of you all right now. Would you say that that's correct, yes. Mr. Marabani or Mr. Shaw? Yes. I'll just say yes to whatever you ask, because I hate Trump just as much as you do. All right. So one last thing, uh, Mr. Schaub, in relation to congressional oversight that we have, the limits that are placed on me as a congresswoman, compared to the executive branch and compared to, say, the president of the United States, would you say that Congress has the same sort of standard of accountability? Are there, is there more teeth in that regulation in Congress on the president, or would you say it's about even or more so on the federal um, in terms of laws that apply to the president, mm-hmm. yeah, there's just almost no laws at all that apply to the president. So I'm being held, and every person in this body is being held to a higher ethical standard than the president of the United States. That's right, because there are some committee uh, ethics committee rules that apply to you. And it's already super legal. Super legal. Super legal, as we've seen, for me to be a pretty bad guy. So right. it's even easier for the president of the United States to be one, I would assume. That's right. Thank you very much. What a smug bitch. She's an actor. They're actors. They're putting on a play for the public to illustrate a point, right? I mean, this could have been done as a speech, but they, they set it up to basically waste everybody in Congress's time, everybody that's there at that moment, waste taxpayer money so that they can essentially illustrate their idea in a way that they think is going to be the most effective possible. And this is what I mean when I say that the Democrats are brilliant at marketing their ideas. This is a brilliant marketing strategy. And once again, I, I can't stress this enough. If you're telling somebody the truth, you don't spend that much time thinking about how you're going to tell them the truth. If you're going to tell somebody the truth, you don't think about how do I convince them that this is true. I mean, it's just, it's true. So you don't have to sit there and spend an hour devising a diabolical plot how to convince them. But, but, if you're telling them a lie, if you're telling them something that you know is going to be difficult to convince them of, you have to think of brilliant strategies to express your idea in such a way that they will believe it. This is one of those brilliant strategies, and millions of people are buying it. Somebody on uh, one of my pages commented, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is more dangerous than you think. And I think that this video kind of proves that. Because even though she, on her own, I don't think is too much of a danger, I think the people who have somehow attached themselves to her, maybe they were there from the beginning, maybe they've just found her now, somebody got that script into her hands, 
right? And somebody was able to coach her in such a way that she would present this pretty brilliantly. And I know you might say, well, obviously it's not brilliant, it's just this stupid sham. But, but it has gone viral. Millions of people are watching this and millions of people are buying it. They think that she's cleaning up the swamp. Ugh, it's, this video is a semi-disaster, right? I mean, I, it's not the end of the world, but it's one of these little things that just shows like, this is the power that the Democrats wield and they always wield this power, right? The power of marketing, the power of expressing their ideas in a beautiful little package with a beautiful bow on top. People want to buy this, people want to believe it. We gotta get better at marketing, folks. We can't just be talking about ideas. We have to tell stories, we have to come up with stuff like that because even though we're telling the truth, we have to tell the truth in such a way that people believe it, because right now, they don't. So I've got back on Patreon, reluctantly. Uh, I jumped off there a little while ago when they kicked off Sargon of Akkad, and I considered that a stab in the face to the First Amendment. So I felt an ethical obligation to cancel my account. But now the tube that is you has decided to restrict some of my cash flow coming from some of these videos. A couple of my videos that were making the most money are now totally restricted. I decided that at least for a short time I need to reopen Patreon. Jordan Peterson said that he was going to get a site up that is an alternative to Patreon. And once that happens, I'm going to jump onto his. But for the time being, I have to be on Patreon. So if you want to support this channel, you can donate through Patreon. If you hate Patreon as much as I do and you can't stand working with them, you can send me money directly through PayPal. And if you're broke but you want to support anyway, don't even worry about it. I've been broke lots of times and I know what it's like, so keep your money. <laughs> so that's it for me. If you like this video, hit the like button. If you want to see more like this, please subscribe. And if you hate me, well, you're probably Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. And you probably hate me because I'm a white man. Racist. Good night. I think you all know that I've always felt the nine most terrifying words in the English language are, I'm from the government and I'm here to help. The trouble with our liberal friends is not that they're ignorant. It's just that they know so much that isn't so. Now... <laughs> <laughs>